0: Your brain can be a lot like your house. You can clutter it. You can damage it. You can become a hoarder. You can hold on to a lot of stuff that no longer serves you. This message is about, I've moved a few times in the last year. and I've never actually taken the time to declutter a lot of the stuff in my head. And since I'm moving and I'm decluttering my house, I have a lot of clothes and things that I don't need. And it's a good feeling to declutter, and I think a lot of times we don't, we don't do that with our brains, with our minds, with a lot of things that have happened in the past. It's important to work through stuff, so that's my message for this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to... The King of Corona Podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh yeah. What's up? I'm just driving home from a Rockies game. It was pretty awesome until the ninth inning when they scored the tie, three to tie three. 3-3. to We went to extra innings. And they scored six runs and hit a grand slam on us and destroyed us. But then we had the fireworks afterwards. It might have been maybe the best show I've ever seen. Colorado Rockies really know how to... I think it's the players. They get done. And then they go over. and They set off the fireworks from the dugout. It's like if you play baseball you also have to specialize in fireworks. I think that's how it works. Like, inside of their bats, they have fireworks that shoot out of them. So, that was pretty cool. But uh, I was thinking about, so I'm moving again. Seems like for like the millionth time in the last few years. And it, it basically stems from never actually really unpacking my brain. And this metaphor that I'm going to lay down on you as I watch this motorcycle go 5 billion miles per hour through traffic, and I'm sure that person's going to be dead in the next year. But it's very similar. Like, your brain is a lot like your apartment, your house. And a lot of times I watch this show Hoarders. And Hoarders, if you haven't seen this show... It's good to watch it just to make sure you're never like that because they end up building up like all this clutter in their house and they become like attached to their rat poop and their rats and their mice and they're like, I could never get rid of my rats because my rats are my best friends. And they're like, just so you know, ma'am, your rats are dead. They're all dead. I know, but they're rat skeletons. I like the rat skeletons. Oh. It's like nobody can go inside because it's just like cluttery, disgusting, smelly disaster. And sometimes in life, like, so you might have like your house picked up, and you might have like things look pretty nice and neat on the outside, and then like on the inside. So, like, let's just say you have a house that's, like, very pretty from the outside. You go on the inside, and that's where it's a disaster. I just watched this one, Hoarders, where this guy was dating a girl for 15 years. She'd never been inside of his house before. And he was a full hoarder, like, one of the grossest ones you've ever seen. And the lady finally, like, when the hoarders. People were like, all right, do you want to see his house? And she's like, what is going on? Is this going to be bad? Oh, my gosh. It's like... Lady, they called the show hoarders to finally take you into this house. So yeah, you can imagine it's gonna be pretty freaking bad, obviously. Like, and why have you never been in there before? Like, how are you dating this guy? I do you not smell him. Like when you snuggle up against his shirt, it smells like dead rats and feces and diarrhea. Like I'm just always confused because I've been in houses before because I do sales where it smells. And, like, you'll leave those houses, and, like, that stuff is stuck to you. Stuff is stuck on your clothes. And you smell like a dead, rotting body, and it's disgusting. But my point is you're, you could have this outer appearance where everything's put together, your body. In your brain, though, you haven't decluttered it. You haven't had the hoarder people come and pick it apart. And help you fix it So for me Personally I went through More Than I could handle I didn't Clear any of the clutter out I just kept stacking it So I went through Like the religion stuff For me was really difficult Like growing up With the religion Was difficult But then like Committing myself To this religion For so long Was really Hard for me And Then leaving the religion after I committed so much was like really, really hard for me and I never knew how to deal with that. And then went through a career change, went through a child with cancer, went through a DUI, just went through a divorce. And like a lot of it, it snowballs. If you don't declutter every once in a while, and you don't take the time to actually go into your head and work through some of the stuff that's piled up. That stuff is still there. Just because you're like scooting past into your bedroom, or maybe your bedroom still has a bed and it's still presentable, but your living room's disgusting. Or your bathroom's disgusting. Or there's different rooms that are disgusting. And it's the only person that can really go in there and clean it up is you. You're the only person. And for me personally I didn't realize I don't even like I honestly have no idea what that meant. And the only reason I actually got to the point where I could tell that I needed to do work was because of marijuana. Because marijuana was the one thing where it brought me out of my anxiety enough to really take a step back and realize how far off of the path that I wanted to be on that I was. I think that sentence made sense. But I'm not suggesting marijuana. I'm just saying maybe take a step back if you're able to. Sometimes anxiety, depression, things get so overwhelming, OCD, where you really do need a medication. You need to go see a doctor. You need to try different CBDs, THCs. And like I talked about with my friend Paul, there's a bazillion different strains. There's more strains of marijuana than there are breeds of dogs. And he, how is he, he talks about this endocannabinoid system that we have as humans where there's a lock and key method with marijuana where different strains are going to unlock different things for different people and you kind of got to be your own guinea pig. So for me, I tried different things, tried different anxiety medications. I actually tried like a depression medication at one point, And it just worsened everything. And then I finally found like these these little sour edible 5 milligram gummies take these little it was like a CBD THC gummy it was a 1 to 1 it's what I took originally and it would just it did something where I could take a step back and then I could see people Like I could see my life I could see it from like an outside perspective where when I wasn't doing that I was living in this like chaos that I couldn't control and it was actually really depressing and sad, and I didn't really like doing it because it made me confront the issue. And that's a problem with marijuana, is a lot of people don't like it because it puts you in a state of paranoia, and it makes you see your life for what it is. And so for me, I saw a lot of things where I have made a lot of mistakes. I had done a lot of things that I didn't know how to repair. But up until that point, I was just living life Like, just trying to legit get through that day. Like, let's just get through this day. If We get through this day. then tomorrow we get through that day. And, like, there was no goal of 10 years, 20, 30 years. Like, what do I want to... It was just get through this day. Get through this five hours. Get through this thing. Get through this thing. And, like, I was just trying to get through the next moment. And I had no idea what had happened in my brain that was making life so difficult for me. And so just like so this moving, like I was looking at the last year of my life,
1: year and a half.
0: So I moved out so me and my ex Jamie, we tried a lot like I've talked about, if you wanna go listen to my episode Avatar, talk about a lot that happened. I'm not super proud of. But stuff happens, like stuff happens in marriages, but we separated a couple different times. I moved out, moved back in, went through, moved out, moved back then, and then I moved out like January of last year and really just had to unpack my brain. Like I really had to take time for myself to really declutter, go through and just see like, okay, what? what's going on, like, why can't you just be in a happy marriage, family, you have a great house, you have a good career, like, what is it about you and the way you think that you can't just enjoy this, and I think it was the same thing for my ex, like, she was, she had her own cluttery, I mean, she went through a lot of the same stuff I went through. And we just kind of built up this resentment. And we had all these rooms full of all this different clutter. And for me, I was... Like a way for me to be able to get into the clutter and take a nap or go to bed was alcohol, marijuana, different things. And so this last year, as you guys have seen, I've done a lot of running. I got more into meditating. I got more into... Um, just like a spiritual sense, like getting into the mountains, but just found things where my mind could just be at ease, guitar, guitar is like, where I can escape, get lost in guitar for an hour, two hours, and it's this calming feeling, where I don't, I haven't taken anxiety, depression, medication, I don't even know how long, it's been a really long time, and I will still sometimes do, like, the edibles or smoke. I haven't smoked in probably over a month, maybe two months. Because I don't, like, I don't, I don't know, I run a lot, so I don't really want anything that's going to affect my lung capacity. And so I'll do, like, these edibles sometimes before I do these long runs or if I do a meditation. But, uh, yeah, like, I found out about myself, I can't... I can't do anything really serious. I don't want to be at work or I don't want to be somewhere where I need to concentrate while I consume marijuana. But I can go weeks without anything. And I really do feel like it's because I started to go to counseling. These runs, I've really, like I've got a journal. um, This journal called Day One. One day, day one, something like that. And you can record your thoughts I just started recording my thoughts That's why I started this podcast Because I started to find like how Therapeutic it was for me to record my thoughts It was like therapy sessions Because the stuff is in your head But until you get it out Even in the form of a journal That only you listen to It's really powerful to speak the words Because then you hear them And for me it was weird to hear myself Talk about things that I never had talked about Out loud to anybody else and it made them real. It made me realize that they did happen. A lot of times I try to bury things and pretend that they don't happen. Because if nobody else knows but me, then it's not real. But deep down, you know that it's affecting your like psyche. And that's another thing. I looked at my life. And there was a little phase where and you jump on the internet. And sometimes you'd find yourself on a website that you'd just be looking at stuff Trying to get turned on And you really would just uh, you turn women Into like possessions I realized I didn't like how that made me feel I liked my women friends Just as much as my male friends I like to have the same mutual respect for them I do like to have sex with them <laughs> But I like it to be this, like, connection. And so pornography and things like that still, like, steals it from me a little bit. And so I didn't like that, so I paid attention to that. Just kind of cleaned up some of the stuff. Kind of cleaned up some of the rooms and some of the things that were making it so my relationships or just inside my own head where I wasn't really happy. Another huge thing is, like, my diet, when I eat bad the last three or four days, it's been a nightmare. Like, I've been eating fast food. I ate Taco Bell. I ate Chick-fil-A. I just went to a Rockies game. I just ate some hot dog. I got... I went and drank at Rhinos. Did some karaoke. Got the wings. Got the french fries. Like, it's just not been, like, my... It's not been my brightest hour as far as eating. And I can tell. I get headaches. My thoughts are not as clear. And I feel just off. And if I eat really clean and I do the green smoothies and I do the MCT oils and I do the fatty, like avocados and fish and like all that healthy stuff, it really, like me and Paul talked about also, like your gut is your second brain. If you don't take care of it, it affects your brain. And so it's really important to get sleep, sleep too. Like I'm gonna go to bed way late tonight and I'm moving tomorrow. So I'm going to kind of be thrown off for for a few days, and I don't like when this happens. But I know the recipe to get back on track. And so once you figure that out, once you kind of work, once you're working at your best, um, also ice baths, those help me start my day out really good. But once you're working at your best, take a journal, write down like what you're doing to keep yourself at your best because... We all slip sometimes. Like, life sometimes gets complicated. Stuff happens, and you slip away from it. And sometimes it's hard to remember what you were doing when things were your best. And so, just pay attention, write it down so you can come back and look at it at a future date. and then also, pay attention, just pay attention to what is truly making you happy, like, what makes you truly, truly happy. I've noticed a lot of times I let girls, like, treat me like shit for some reason, I don't know why. Um, it's not, I'm not super proud of it, but I've been going to, like, this counselor, we've been talking about just relationships I've been in, in the past and how I haven't felt really safe in my relationships to be myself, and so I kind of... It's habit, like, you pick things or people or something that reminds you of something you're comfortable with. So if you were in a relationship where maybe, like, it wasn't super healthy. And I would say me and my ex, like, we had, it was, like, a bipolar relationship for real. It was, like, really good and then really bad. And, like I said, I think it's a lot to do with just not cleaning up that clutter that was in your brain. But, uh, yes, pay attention to, uh to yourself, everybody's different, just like we talked about with marijuana, everybody has a different system, you have a different system, and there's different things that are going to affect people differently, like, I might be able to eat meat, where you might not be able to eat meat, I might be able to drink alcohol, I honestly can't even drink alcohol, like, every time I drink, my sinuses plug up, and a lot of times I get bloody noses, so, it's not like a super positive sign. And you would think with those reactions, you would probably not consume it, but it's some reason it's fun socially to still, like sometimes every now and again, it's fun just to do stuff like that. So, but I know it's not the best thing for me. So if I want to feel my best, if I want to be like on my A game, I'm going to exercise, I'm not going to drink alcohol, I'm going to eat healthy, and I know what I need to do. So fine-tune whatever it is you need to fine tune look at your past if you're in situations where you're not able to declutter because you're in a toxic relationship you have things that are making it impossible for you to actually like declutter your brain you need to figure out how to get yourself some time to declutter like for me I'm seriously still decluttering like i built up a lot i built up a lot of stuff And I never talked about it I didn't know I thought it was normal I thought it was normal To have problems Which it is But I didn't know it was normal To like talk about those Vocalize those Work with the counselor To overcome those And so um, Yeah just do that Um, My voice is kind of gone Because tonight My kids were really My kids and my nieces Really wanted to start the wave so since I'm loud and obnoxious, I took it upon myself to get my whole section started and was yelling at everybody like, stand up, you lazy pieces of shit. It's to the wave. So I got like this whole, the whole side of the stadium and then it got to this, got to like the rock pile and the rock pile killed it every time. But that's when my voice is gone So I'm not going to do a long one Because I can't really talk got a long day tomorrow of moving But yeah, I've learned a lot I've learned a lot I've grown a lot I've like Yes it sucks that I got divorced It sucks that I sold my house It sucks that Like I've gone through What I've gone through But if I didn't make the decisions That I've made And listen to my gut My intuition I wouldn't be where I am Like my ex came out we did karaoke last night with my brother, my other brother, his boyfriend, and my sister-in-law, and had a lot of fun. His friends, she's in a relationship, but our relationship is something that, like, you never think, like, you never, I never would have thought me and her would be friends, like, hanging out, laughing, doing karaoke. And it's a really cool feeling to forgive. Like, I've forgiven her. She's forgiven me for the hurt that I've caused. And we've moved on. And all we want is for each other to be happy. And that's what happens when you work on yourself. When you work on yourself, you heal other people. And just start the process however you want to do that. Get a journal. Record your thoughts out loud. And try your hardest to just to uh just be a little bit better and declutter your brain move move your shit out move it to take some of it to goodwill maybe some other people your some people's trash is another person's treasure right go dump it on somebody else maybe they can help you (laughs) anyway I don't know I love you guys I really hope that uh with this whole COVID thing, people aren't struggling too bad, and people are coming out of this. And it's we're gonna be socially normal soon. So, hope uh, happy Fourth of July also. Uh, love you guys. Bye.